Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's will that prevails. And freedom fighters, let me just say that this week, the Lord has literally been hijacking my plans. So what I want you to do is I want you to sit back and I want you to relax and listen to a rewind episode of how the Lord told me to stop running and to deal with my debt. I hope that you enjoy and that you take away. Next week, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming as we talk about how to transition from being baby girl to grown woman in order to experience freedom. Welcome to Real Talk with Ramesha Nicole podcast, where we get real and experience freedom. I'm your host, Ramesha Nicole, an international teacher, speaker, and transformation coach, who after just 10 months of living abroad, paid off over $10,000 worth of credit card debt. However, I soon learned that the journey wasn't about the debt, but that it was a journey of internal transformation. Now on this podcast, I help you to shift your perspective around debt from the inside out, mind, body, and soul. So get ready, y'all, because it's about to get real. Hello, hello, Freedom Fighters, and welcome to the very first episode of Real Talk with Ramesha Nicole podcast. I am so excited to be embarking on this journey with you and that you have decided to join me for what I believe is going to be a transformative conversation. My name is Ramesha Nicole from RamishaNicole.com, and what I want you to know is that in this space, we believe that debt freedom is about so much more than money. We believe that true freedom lies in who we are as a whole, in our mind, body, and soul. What I've come to learn is that if we are not free in those areas, that it can manifest itself as debt and begin to not only affect, but infect those areas. I'm a God girl, and what that means is I try to live my life found by the principles in the Bible. So the premise of this podcast is based on a specific scripture. And that is John chapter 8, verse 32, which says, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. The way that things will work around here is that we will go through what I like to refer to as the four phases of internal transformation, kind of like the metamorphosis process. What I mean by that is we approach debt freedom from a holistic point of view by taking a look at past lessons and our present identity. From there, we move into penetrating growth in order to experience the last phase, which is progressive evolution, which is exactly what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's topic. But before we do, I want to remind you to both rate and share this podcast so that others can continue to find us. One thing I know to be true is that if one of us can experience freedom, then we all can experience freedom. So my journey to freedom actually began 26 hours before I was scheduled to go on an 11-month missions trip journey called the World Race. And for those of you who are unfamiliar, just to give you a little background knowledge, the World Race is an 11-month missions trip journey to 11 different countries. And the whole sole purpose is to literally be the hands and feet of Jesus. 
And so if you want more information about exactly what it is, I recommend that you go to worldrace.org. Again, that's worldrace.org. And so at this time, I was on the phone with a good girlfriend who was also scheduled to go on the world race at the time about some unpaid debt that I had had. And I was just explaining to her, you know, you know, I really didn't want to put the burden on anyone else, like, you know, a family member or a friend or anybody or ask for any other, you know, support. Because if I'm honest, I was the one who had accumulated the debt. So I was the one who was responsible for it. And so she recommended, she was like, hey, sis, I think, you know, the smart thing to be would be to go and, you know, have a conversation, contact your coach, go and have a conversation with your coach and just kind of figure out exactly what it is that you need to do. And so I took her advice and I contacted my coach. And so for the sake of this podcast, we're going to call my coach Mama D. And hey, Mama D, I hope that you're listening. Um, And so I called Mama D and I was like, hey, you know, here's the situation. I have some unpaid debt. I don't want to leave the burden on, you know, friends or family. I've already had enough people really rally around me and, you know, donate into this cause. I definitely don't want to ask, you know, any for any more money. And besides, you know, I'm the one who got myself into this debt. And so I feel like I'm the one who need to get myself out of the debt. And so she and I discussed a couple of options, but the one thing that she recommended and she said, sweet girl, you know, I think the most important thing to do is for you to go and seek, you know, advice and seek wisdom from the Lord. And so I agreed and, you know, I, you know, notified, told her that I would notify her once I was able, you know, once I had received an answer from the Lord. And so I hung up the phone with her. And at the time I was living with my sister and I was living with my brother-in-law and where they live is literally y'all the country, like the country. There is nothing but rural area. And so there's nothing out there. And so I sat on the you know edge of my bed, I opened up the blinds and I literally was looking out the window and it was just really like God was just talking to me. Like the wind was blowing, you know, the grass in the field was blowing. And so I sat on the edge of the bed and I was like, okay, Lord, I know that you've called me to this world race journey, you know, Lord, and here is the situation that's at at hand. You said, you know, to seek first the kingdom of God, you know, or if I need wisdom, you know, to come to you. So Lord, here's the situation. What should I do? And I heard him say, stop running. And I said, no, Lord, I know that's not you. So, um, Lord, you know, Lord, I'm coming to you and I'm asking you, Lord, what should I do? Here's the situation. This is how much debt I have. This is, you know, the two places where I have the debt. What should I do? And again, like it was like the grass was blowing and he was like, stop running and deal with your debt. And I was like, now, uh, uh-uh, Lord, this is, now, Lord, I know that can't be you. Lord, you are El Shaddai, Lord. You are Jehovah Jireh, Lord. You are the God of the universe. And let me just tell y'all something. I don't know if anybody's ever done this where you feel like you have to bargain with the Lord, but let me just throw in this disclaimer. You do not bargain with the Lord. He does not need your bargain. If the Lord tells you to do something, you do it, Okay. Um, and so I prayed again and I was like, okay, Lord, seriously, Lord, what should I do? Like, Lord, I leave tomorrow morning. And he said, Ramesha, stop running and deal with your debt. And immediately, like tears began to fall down my face and I began to bawl. I mean, I am crying. Y'all know that ugly snot cry? Yeah, that cry. And at that moment, like, I just completely went numb. 
my heart dropped into the pit of my stomach. I began to feel ashamed, like embarrassed because here I was 26 hours before my scheduled trip to head to Atlanta, you know, for our last training before departure. And now I was no longer going to be able to go. And not only that, like my mind began to race about, you know, what I was going to say to my supporters, because here I had these people who had literally rallied, you know, around me, supporting me, giving me their love, their time, you know, their finances, their money, you know, their talents to help me come up and raise, you know, the $11,000 worth of funding that I had at the time. And I was not going to be able to go. And it was like, what was I going to say to these people? How was I going to inform them that the Lord had said not to go? So after getting my bearings together, I called Mama D to give her an update. And she and I discussed what I was feeling. And she had discussed, you know, that she had been at a time when she found herself in some debt. And what she had did to help get her out of debt was take Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. She mentioned that she not only was a student, but then she ended up becoming a facilitator. And she recommended that I look into taking, you know, this course to help me, you know, really begin to get a hold and a handle of my finances. And so I did, you know, I agreed to her that I would look into it. And she, you know, also stated that she, if I ever needed her, that she would continue to, you know, be my accountability partner and that, you know, she would support me. And so I agreed, you know, she sent me her love and then we hung up the phone. But what really began to spark my change or spark a change deep down inside of me was when I was on the phone with an old friend. When he asked me, he said, he asked me the following question. And this question has literally, literally, you know, helped change my life. And he said, what are you going to do differently to make sure that you are not in the same place next year? Let me repeat that to (laughs) y'all. Because I'm pretty sure that some of y'all are like, ooh, that's good. Yeah, that's exactly what I said too. He said, what are you going to do differently to make sure that you are not in the same place next year? And honestly, y'all, at that moment, I wasn't sure. I was unclear. But one thing that I did know was that things had to change. So I began to do what the Lord had instructed me and took Mama D's advice, and I began to date Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. I continued to live at home with my sister and my brother-in-law, and I worked two jobs. During the daytime, I worked as a school counselor, and in the evening, I worked as a server and would bounce back and forth between both my mom and my sister's house so that I wouldn't have to wear myself out like driving on the road so late. And it literally, I put everything towards my debt. This was literally a season of sacrifice. Then one day I received a phone call from a good girlfriend who was working internationally to let me know that her school was looking for an elementary school counselor. And she had known that I had called off my world race and she was like, hey, this will be a great way for you, you know, to pay off your debt. If you're interested, here is the head of school's information. Send him an email, you know, with your resume and your credentials, and I'll put in a good reference for you. And so I did. And shortly thereafter, I landed, you know, an interview with him. Well, that Sunday following the interview, which wasn't too far away from when, you know, the Lord told me to stop running, I was sitting in church and I was still, you know, just really kind of come to grips with the fact that I was not in Indonesia, which was the first country that my squad was in. Um, just, I was just trying to like wrap my mind around the fact that I was not, you know, 
on the world race. Like I was still in the States. When a still small voice said, check your email. And so I got out my phone. I got my phone out of my purse and I opened up my phone to check my email. And it was the offer letter. It was the offer letter letting me know that, you know, they would like for me to, you know, become the school counselor at their school for the next school year. And so got a little bit excited. So I put my phone away and then I heard that same still small voice of the Lord say, I didn't let you go abroad before because you wouldn't know how to handle your money. Oh, talk about reality check. And just to kind of give you guys a little context into that, a few years prior, I had tried to go abroad to work, you know, to work in the Middle East. And, you know, the process was going really, really fast. I had made it to the second round of interviews here in the States. And one day I was like, Lord, is this me or is this you? And he was like, you. Ooh. So I stopped and I, you know, just put the process off. But in God's sovereignty, like, aren't you glad that God won't give you what you want when you want it? Like he will give you what you need when you need it. And so I ended up accepting the job. And that August, I was on to what I now know to be the most life-changing experience ever. So that August, you know, I boarded the plane. And what was ironic about that day is that it was the same day that my great-grandfather had passed away 13 years prior. And before I stepped from that platform onto that airplane, I said to myself, I said, this is going to be a season of life and death. Life to new lessons, blessings, and opportunity, but also that this was going to be a season of death. Death to old habits, mindsets, behaviors, and old ways. So here I was living my best life in Qatar, which is where I ended up going. I moved to Qatar, Qatar in the Middle East. And it was literally heaven on earth. I mean, so many cultures, so many people from all over the world. I mean, y'all, my students were literally from everywhere, from Central America, South America, Africa, Europe, parts of Asia, New Zealand, and Australia. I mean, literally. It was like heaven. I literally was living in a country that literally had people from all over the world. But during my time away, I realized that there was so much that I had to face and come to terms with in order for me to experience both financial transformation and internal transformation. And that's when I began to go through what I now refer to as the four phases of internal transformation. And that I believe that if you, you know, go through these phases that you too can begin to embark on your, you know, on your own journey to freedom. And so I began to go through the first phase, which is past lessons. And here I began to take a look at my relationship with money, my relationship with myself, as well as my relationship with others. It was during this phase that I began to just really realize how the weight of my past had not only been affecting, but infecting who I was as a person and how I had been showing up in the world. And so It was during that, you know, during this phase that I found myself, y'all, like literally leaning over the bathroom sink crying. It was during winter break. 
And one day in the shower, I got out of the shower, was listening to worship music. I wasn't feeling like myself. And then all of a sudden, I am leaning over the sink saying, Lord, I am broken and I need you to fix me. And I began to just analyze that and realize how that brokenness was trickling over into my spending habits, which resulted into me having accumulating over $10,000 worth of credit card debt. And so from there, I began to dig deep when it came to, you know, my present identity and how I viewed myself, you know, when it came to money as well as to cultural and societal standards. From there, I moved into the next phase, which is called penetrating growth. And I began to shift my mindset, began to shift my mindset when it came to money, you know, um, as well as, you know, different mindsets, behaviors and habits that weren't only just affecting my finances, but were literally affecting me as a whole. Like, y'all, my entire diet changed and I knew how gluten was impacting my body, but I didn't want to accept the reality of it. But it was literally when I say things not only affect, they infect you like it was infecting me to the point to where I was having issues where they my doctor, one doctor said that I would never be able to have kids. But I'm pleading the blood of Jesus over that, that I will be able to have kids. And so like literally during that penetrating growth, not only was I growing in my mindset when it came to, you know, spending habits and, you know, being able to say no and not have to worry about what people would say about me if I didn't want to hang out because I was saving my money. Right. But it literally was trickling over into my health as well. And then finally, I entered into the phase of progressive evolution, which is the phase that I'm in today. And I truly believe that we are all constantly evolving. And so as I continue to embark on this mission of constantly evolving so that I can become, you know, the person I'm called to be, what I do in this phase is I invest in myself, whether that's investing in a life coach, whether that is investing in a therapist, which disclaimer, you can have both Jesus and a therapist. Let me say that again. You can have both Jesus and a therapist. And so, you know, in this phase of progressive evolution, I, you know, invest in myself by taking courses, you know, reading books, you know, just learning, listening to other podcasts like my very own podcast and others podcasts so that I can just be the very best version of myself. And so that is literally how I went from being in debt onto a journey into this process of internal transformation. And so the question that I have for you is, before I wrap up, the question that I have for you is, who and what have you been running from? And how can you break free from that thing? I'm going to ask you again, who and what have you been running from? And how can you begin to break free from it? Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Real Talk with Ramesha Nicole podcast. Was that real or what? Thank you guys so much for listening to my personal story. I definitely hope that somewhere within this episode that you were inspired for change. Before you go, I want to remind you to subscribe so that you can be notified as soon as a new episode is released. And be sure to leave a review while you're there. That is exactly how we're going to get more people on this journey to freedom. Next week, we're going to be talking all about what happens when you're tired of being sick and tired and how you may very well be what is keeping you from experiencing freedom. 
mind, body, soul, and financially. So be sure to tell a friend. And until next time, remember to get real so that you can experience freedom.